For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your clapping was very short as if. Put your hand on your neighbor and say, I'm checking something. Put your hand and say, I'm checking something. Oh, check the cheek and, you know, check. check. Oh. What are you checking? Whether you have the Holy Spirit. You know, and tell them that, listen, if you have the Holy Spirit, it will show in different ways. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. I didn't hear a good amen. I want us to be very conscious of what we've heard this morning, that the Holy Spirit is key to your doing well in this life. That the Holy Spirit is one of the reasons why um, if you are successful, that is it. Amen. How many know somebody who passed his exams but didn't have money in life? Have you seen some before? You've seen some before. They pass their exams, they are graduates, but they don't have money. Tell somebody, being a graduate doesn't mean you're going to do well. Oh, there's a group called unemployed graduates. What's it called? Unemployed associate of, of, uh, associate of unemployed graduates. But you'll never be there. I said you'll never be there. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. Um, this morning, for just a few minutes, just to wind up, we are talking about being good for nothing. And um, this morning, we are talking about chapter 6 of the book. You are good for nothing if you do not help to finance the work of God. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear an amen this morning. You are good for nothing if you don't help to finance the work of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we are going to do a party, three of us are going to do a party, and we say, okay, we are going to buy watches or something. We are going to do something. Say, okay, everybody bring money. One person brings 10 cities. The other brings five cities. And you bring nothing. Check your neighbor. Say, what, what do you think about that person? Uh, oh, what do you think about that person? You are not very useful in our attempt to eat the wache. Hallelujah. And... Um, in a church, you, you see a church is running all the time. A church is doing many, many things at the same time. If you are not able to help at this time, you are not useful. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen this morning. This morning I'm preaching a very peculiar message. It's just points. I hope you can write I'm not preaching, I'm just giving you points. Points about uh, um, being helpful in the house of the Lord financially. I want you to write these points down. And scriptures, just write them down. And when you go home, go and read them again. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. Beautiful. Point number one, about 15 points. Maybe more or less, it depends on how it goes. Point number one, somebody will be poor. I hope it's not you. Ask me about me and you who should be poor. Ask me about me and you. Tap your neighbor, ask me, between me and you, who should be poor? 
who will volunteer to be poor? What did your neighbor say? What did he say? Not him. If you say not you, hey, tell your neighbor somebody will be poor. I didn't hear you. Somebody will be poor, but not me. John 12, verse 8, Jesus said, For the poor always ye have with you. Amen. You will always, somebody will be a beggar. There will always be somebody at the traffic light begging. There will always be somebody who can't pay school fees. Always somebody who can't buy new shoes, buying foods. Folks, tell, folks, they will stop now. They plan to increase their exports to Africa. Yeah, because people will still buy foods. How many will continue buying foods? No, no, you are here. Some of you like foods. How many will continue buying foods? How many are stopping buying foods? How many have stopped already? You will never buy foods again. There will always be the poor, but not me. Hallelujah. Number two. Serving God is not supposed to be for nothing. Serving God. You know, people think that when you serve God, you become poor. And that's why some people say, I'm going to church, I'm going to do business, I'm going to work. I'm going to... There's a mind that when you serve, when you are in church a lot, it's poverty. No. Tell somebody, serving God is not supposed to make you poor. Amen. Amen. So, tell your neighbor, never look at me and think poor. Warn your neighbor. Never, oh, warn your neighbor. Please turn to the neighbor and warn him or her. Never look at me. Even as I'm in church a lot, never look at me and think poor. I am not poor. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, you will receive a reward. You will get something from God. God will bless you in a certain way. In the name of Jesus, you will never grow up and regret serving God. I know people who have gone up and said that I've wasted my life. One man said that, hmm, I wish I could live a life all over again. Amen. No, you will not be there. Amen. You will never look at your life and say that, what have I done with my life? That's not our portion. Hallelujah. Number three. God's first servants were rich. God's first servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The first people openly aligned with God. They were prosperous. Hallelujah. That sets the pattern for the other followers of God. That is why many of you want to become doctors and lawyers. Because you've heard our doctors are rich. True or not true? But it's not true. But we've heard it, and we've heard that lawyers are rich. True or not true? Yeah, and that's why people want to be doctors and lawyers. Yeah, because of the pattern that has been set in, the, in, in life. And so the, the real pattern for a believer is you'll be prosperous. I didn't hear an amen. amen. Number four, God's favorite son, the man that God liked, Pa David, was very wealthy. David. First Corinthians 29. Today I'm just giving you points. That's all. I'm not preaching. If you are looking for a message, it's finished. 29. First, first Chronicles 29 and verse 3. And this is what David is saying. Chronicles, not Corinthians. First Chronicles 29 and verse 3. David said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good, I trust my savings, my savings, 
of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God. Verse 4. Verse 4. Even 3,000 talents of gold. This is what David gave. Now, give me a new version, a modern version of verse 4. What is 3,000 talents of gold? About 113 tons of gold that David gave of his savings. How many like his tithe? Yeah, that's what David gave. 113 tons of gold of his own personal savings. You will not be poor. I said you will not be poor. Hallelujah. Number five. Jesus himself also never lacked. You know, we talk about Jesus meek and mild, Jesus uh, uh, humble and holy and all those things. But in, Ma- in John chapter 6, when, when Jesus met a crowd of people, a large crowd of people coming down and they were very hungry. Some of you, when you see three friends coming to your room at lunchtime, you lock the door and pretend you're not there because you know that they are coming to look for food. When Jesus saw a large crowd, verse 5, coming to him at lunchtime, he said, what can we give them? Hallelujah. He said, what can we give them? Listen, begin, tell somebody, be generous. be generous. Buy food for, thing, for people, okay? I didn't hear amen. I didn't hear amen. amen. When you are walking with your friends and you buy uh, uh, bananas or something, don't say everybody pay for their own. Say I will pay. You, you won't say it well. Say I will pay. I will pay. One day, a certain friend went with some friends to a restaurant. They said, oh, come and let's all go to a restaurant. So he, being a Ghanaian, didn't know what it meant. And he followed them to a restaurant. And they all went there, they all sat down, they all ordered, they all got their bills. <laughs> when his bill came, he had no money. He said, ah, but you invited me. He said, no, 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 everybody, come with your own money. <laughs> That's how the white man thinks. Let's go and eat, doesn't mean I'm paying. But for you, it's different from today. Amen. I said, for you, it is different from today. Amen. When you call your friend, say, I will pay. I will pay. And, and call your friend too. Hallelujah. Number six, this is very important. It's not everything you have to work for. This is, we are talking about being a blessing in the house of God. That's our topic this morning. That you are not good for nothing, but you are a blessing and you are of use in the house of God. Number six is, it's not everything you have to work for. Some things will be given to you. It's not everything you have to work. Are you writing? Or you, you are remembering it? Or you record it? You pick up the recording. Okay, it's available. Some things will be given to you. So, do not see your salary as a limitation to your giving. Do not see your salary as a limitation to your giving. You see, if your giving depends on what you have, your salary is your limit. It means once you have given your salary, you can't go further. But if you know that you receive money from other sources, apart from your salary, you'll be afraid to give it. I didn't hear an amen. amen. I didn't hear a loud amen. amen. When you have children who have pocket money, they don't mind blowing the pocket money because daddy is still there. And when he's finished, he can arise again and do it again during the month. Do it. I don't have to wait for month ending before SOS from daddy arrives. Or oh, it's not true. Yeah. If you are basing all your income, all your expenditure on your salary, as it's finishing, then you must stop spending because it's finishing. But when you know that other things come from other places, You'll not be afraid. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 10. And it shall be 
when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and godly cities, goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of good things, which thou fillest not. Amen. And wells digged, which thou diggest not. Vineyards and olives trees, which thou planted. Look, you receive many things. I said you receive many things. One day you receive cars. I said one day you receive houses. One day you receive a lot of money. As for dresses. Uh, how many who needs dresses? You need dresses. Father, let dresses rain from heaven on them in the name of Jesus. Because a time came when I had in my in my wardrobe many shirts I had not opened. You have been there before. Yeah. I, I mean, my sons came one day, they said, Oh, they are looking for shirts. I said, Shirt, go shopping. In my wardrobe. There were many shirts and in rubber still. Because I have received more than I can wear. How many blue shirts can you use? Ask your neighbor. Find a young man neighbor and ask him, a boy neighbor. Ask him, how many blue shirts can you use? One or two. That's all. Only girls can wear endless dresses. Oh, yeah, I know. But as for boys, they have blue shirts too. It's finished. Black trousers, how many can you wear? One is enough. The one spare one should be case. But I see you getting more dresses. Amen. Amen. If you believe that I don't need my salary to determine my giving, you relax. You relax. And when God speaks to you, you can answer. Hallelujah. When God touches your heart, you don't check your balance first before you give offering. You respond to the touch of your heart, then you give. Hallelujah. No matter what, seven. Even though you may get some things that you have not worked for, you must still do something. Nothing is free. Tell somebody nothing is free. Hey, tell a young lady nothing is free. There is no free chicken and fried rice. Hey, you uh, tap your neighbor and tell him or her, especially her, there is no free chicken and fried rice. And tell a certain young man, there is no free anything. Everything, you must do something for it. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, it's not true. Is it true? Yes. Some things are spiritual activities and others are physical activities. Did you, hear, did you get that? Very important. Some things, the things you must do, some things are spiritual activities and some things are physical activities. But you must do something. You must do something. That is why to get money, some go to Sakawa boys to get money. And Sakawa boys, the money is partly spiritual and small physical. True or not true? Or it's not true? It's true. I hear they don't sleep. How many have heard it before? They don't sleep. They're always awake at night and they sleep during the day. Tell them what kind of witchcraft is this? How can I, how can I, like, I mean, is it worth, is it worth it? How many enjoy some sleepy at night eh? when you lie down, take your cover up to your chin and it's cold and you are lying down and it's raining outside and you are lying down. How many enjoy that sleep? Eh? Can I see your hand? Look, feel sorry for Sakura boys. Feel sorry for them. They are suffering. I tell you, they are suffering. Amen. So, Spiritual activities. Deuteronomy chapter 6, 
and verse 17. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God. And you, you write some. Hey, you have finished writing already. And his testimonies and his statutes which he has commanded thee. That's part of their doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's part of the things we must do to receive financial blessings. Keep the commandments of the Lord. Keep his word. Part of the things he must do. Amen. Number number what? Number eight. Even spiritual activities have physical components. Even spiritual activities have physical components. And that is why our service of God, who is a spirit, involves offering that is physical cash. That is why our service of God, who is a spirit, it involves physical money, which is, which is real of this earth. Amen. Amen. Number nine. I said, I'm just giving you points today. I'm not taking as far. Number nine. This is also very important to some people. Don't be jealous of people who look as if they have money. How many have been jealous before? Can I see your hand? Somebody was driving a car. Somebody was flashing his money. Somebody was paying for things. And you thought, "Mm." I wish it were me. Can I see your hand, please? Yes, you're confessing your sin. Don't mind. The rest are sinning again. They're adding one more sin to their sins. Yeah. You see, do not ever let somebody's supposed wealth disturb you. Hallelujah. Never be upset or disturbed by somebody who appears very rich even though the person may not be in church or may be breaking some rules that you know should not be broken because, number one, you don't know how God is dealing with that person. That's why some people appear okay on the surface. You see, this morning, I want to help your heart to be pure and happy. Never look at somebody and say, I wish I were you. I like your, your, your beloved. I like your body. I like your style. I like your car. I wish I would. Tell somebody, never be that foolish. Tap your neighbor. Tap your neighbor. Say, never be that foolish to jealous somebody for something you can see with your eye. You don't know what's happening inside. Hey, how many here have been smiling one day on the outside, but inside you are very much in turmoil? Can I see your hand too? Outside you are smiling and you are looking okay. And somebody cried said, you're looking very nice today. On the day inside, you are trying to die, but you didn't die. They don't know what she is on the outside. Why do you think others who look good on the outside are always good? Number one, a lot of money doesn't last. A lot of money doesn't last. My time is almost finished, but I just want to take us through these points. Psalm 37. Psalm 37 and verse 35. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away. Psalm 37 and verse verse 35. Yet he passed away and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. That big tree that was there, it disappeared. Hallelujah. Many of the rich people of past years have disappeared. I mean, those who were rich when I was a young man, and, I, and it disturbed me, I can't find them again. They've all finished. They've all, I mean, who can name rich men of 10 years ago? It's a whole generational shift. Tell somebody, don't worry about those who appear rich. Tap your neighbor and say, don't worry 
about those who appear rich. You don't know what God is doing. Number two, some have money, but they can't chop it. But they can't chop it. Have you seen some before? Have you seen some before? They have money, but they can't chop. Ecclesiastes chapter 6 and verse 2. A man to whom God has given riches, wealth, and honor so that he wanteth nothing for his soul of all that he desires. And yet God gives him not the power to eat thereof. Tell somebody, hey, hey. That's why once I saw a setting, um, I was going somewhere in town, then I, many years ago, I said a black Mercedes. It's not often a car will catch my eye because I don't mind cars very much. But that Mercedes, when I saw it, I stopped. I said, hey, this one is fine. This one is fine. Some years ago, the first S-classes, when they came, the 500, it came and passed one. I said, hey, I didn't see it well. Luckily, it passed again. Then I look at it, I said, this car is a very beautiful car. And by the grace of God, the third time it came and stopped in front of me. And as I looked well at the car, I said, wow, what a car. By me was a, a young man who said, oh, I know the owner of the car. I said, really? Who is he? He said, oh, some rich man who lives down the road, not far from here. But the driver is always enjoying the car. But the driver is always enjoying the car. So I was just thinking, the rich man has bought the car, but the driver is enjoying the car. That will not be your story. What you have, you will enjoy. I said, what you have, you will enjoy. Nobody will come from somewhere to come and eat your fruits. Tell somebody how. It's not possible. Number 10. You must determine that I will be useful in God's house financially. Hallelujah. I'm trying to give you an introduction. Number 10. You must determine I will be useful in God's house. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear any men. I will be useful in God's house. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. And bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. I will be a contributor to that meat. Amen. 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 Number 11. When you have money, and one day you have money. In fact, say I have money already. When you have money, it is expected that you will give generously. I've almost finished my points. When you have money, it is expected that you will give generously. Amen. Exodus 25 and verse 2. God said, speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart. Ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of gold. Tell somebody gold. And silver. And brass. It's not cheap things you are giving. You're supposed to give. Amen. You're supposed to give generously. Hallelujah. That is, that is what is expected of those of you when you have money. Number 13. Number 12. When you give, give cheerfully. Second Corinthians chapter 9. And verse 7. And every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give, not gradually or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful 
giver. So this morning, tell your neighbor and tell him from today. Listen to me clearly. Listen to me from today. Any day. No, no, tell me, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Yes, you are taking a pledge. From today. Any day. You don't feel like giving. Don't give. That's all. Hold your neighbor's ear. Did you hear? Hold your neighbor's ear. Did you hear what I said? Hey, did you hear what I said? What did what, what your neighbor say? You heard it. I said from today. Any day you come to church and as you are going to give today in offering crowd, these people crowded. Hey, don't give it again. It's a poison money you are going to put in the offering basket. It's uranium, plutonium, radioactive poison you are giving us. Keep it. Take it home and die alone with your money. No, 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 no. God loves a cheerful giver. Do not give any offering that you squeeze your face and you are giving under pressure. Under, do not, it's a song, under pressure. Ah, it's a song, under pressure. Don't, don't, but don't give under pressure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? Number 13. Give even when you have little. Give even when you have little. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 2. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty. Are, are you here? And their deep poverty, it was abounded into the riches of their liberal, their giving. And, and sometimes, those who don't have money give more than those who have money. Yeah. Sometimes. That is why banks and insurance companies are very, very rich. They are collecting money from poor people. Yeah. Oh, it's not true. The critical mass. A lot of poor people come together and they collect money from them. Small, 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 small. Yeah. And it comes to a lot. It comes to a lot. Never say, tap your neighbor again. This morning you're helping me to preach. Tap your neighbor one more time. Never say, I have too little. It will be too little. It will be. It's your confession. It will come to pass. Give even when you have little. Number 14. Even when you don't give, okay, sorry, when you don't give, when you don't give, some things may not be done at the time they should. When you don't give, some things may not be done at the time they should, but they will be done. Nehemiah chapter 13. And verse 10. And I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled. They had left the work. They had gone. Because people didn't give. So they stopped the the work of the ministry. Yeah. But here we are again. Here we are again. We are still here. Oh, as for God's work, it will be done. Maybe because you didn't give, a particular church won't be built this year. But it will be built. But it will be built. One of our bishops, he bought some land in Kwadaso many years ago. We are now come to use the land. It was bought many, many years ago. Before I came to, about 20 years ago. Yeah, it was bought. He didn't finish paying for it. So we didn't use it. It is now. We are going to finish paying for it. And use it after all these years, but we'll use it. Amen. Amen. Number 15. When you don't give, something will be taken away from you. Matthew 25. When take from him the talent. Matthew 25. When you don't give, 
something will be taken away from you. And, and you see, sometimes you don't even realize that you are losing something. You don't even realize that you have lost your joy. Or you've lost your relationships. Or you've lost your family. Or you are busy making money. And where are your kids? Where's your husband? Where's your wife? You have come home from work at 11.30, 12, 1 a.m. Then the next morning at 6, you're going again. All to earn a salary of $15,000. How many like $15,000? You like it. $15,000 a month. You like it. Jessica, it's good. Yeah, but you are alone. And you come at uh, um, home in the morning, at four in the morning, then at six, you're going back to the office again. What life is this? Imagine you have, young lady, you have plenty money and no husband. Is it a good exchange? Is it a good exchange? Ah, Many men who don't have money, they are very happy with their wives. (laughs) And you are going home in the evening. You hold your wife by the hand and you are smiling home. What's for dinner? Charlie say, oh, Gary and she oh, I don't mind at all. We'll eat it together, me and you. They fry an egg and they just be happy. Amen. When you don't give, something will be taken away from you. And sometimes you don't realize it until it's gone. Hallelujah. Number 16. Not many obey these instructions that I'm giving you this morning. Not many. Not many. Tell your neighbor, it is a fact. Tap your neighbor. Tell them, it is a fact. Oh, oh, please tap your neighbor. It's a fact that about half of us here Oh, add it. Don't tithe. It's a fact. So check your neighbor. And let's, where are those half? Look, look around. Just look around and say, where are those half who don't tithe? It's a fact. It's a fact. About half of us here don't tithe. Yeah. You know. And, and that's how it is. Not many. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. And verse... 15. Um, give me a modern, a modern version. Give me a modern version. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out for Macedonia, not one church, not one church I didn't say one people. I didn't say one friend. I said not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. What a shock. Many churches don't give. When I say church, I mean the peoples in the church. Many churches don't give. This church, as a matter of fact, we give a lot of our money to other churches. Yeah. That's what happened to our money. We are building. As we are here, we are building at Tikrom, we are building at uh, Mankranso, we are building at Infancy, and we are building at uh, um, Basitia. That's, that's, so we have, have stopped building there now. We have switched over to a different place. Yeah. We are building every, asking about, where does our offering go? That's where it goes. What, what again do you want? Look at this building. Look around. What again? How many are getting married soon? Are getting married soon? You raise your hand. Are you getting married soon? Hey, be there. Oh. Look, when you come to church, don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. We will answer your prayer. This, today is the day to come to answer prayer. And today, you didn't raise your hand. Hallelujah. We, I mean, we have a very, very beautiful, beautiful chapel. For any wedding at all, Prince Charles can come and marry here. It will be okay. It will, be, it will work. Uh, who's, what's the current U.S. president? Biden, Biden's son can do a wedding here to work. Uh, it's a beautiful place. We don't have any apologies at all for our lights. Uh, only the air conditioner is coming soon. It hasn't come yet. It hasn't come yet, but it's coming soon. Hallelujah. 
But we have a very beautiful place. I mean, I've seen international headquarters of some churches in a wooden building. Where is our money going? To build for others. Hallelujah. It's good. Many churches don't give. All our money goes. Everything we can spare. Every month, all we can spare is going somewhere. That's why we take many offerings. Because when we finish too, we're also building here. We're also helping the prophet do their campaigns. They say, we're going to Madagascar again. How many will go? Look, you must do one international mission. I didn't hear amen. amen. How many want to go to South Africa? You will go. You must do one travel with the prophet to see their campaigns. One in Ghana, one abroad. Yes. That's, that's what every year I'll do like that. One Ghana, one abroad. Just to go and support him and see what is happening. Yeah, that's what our money does. Amen. Amen. And the last one. Actually, God and this church, actually, God and this church is far richer than you are. Actually. Tell somebody your floor in your room and the floor here. Which one fine? The floor in your room and the floor here. Which one fine? The ceiling in your room is plywood with cracks and watermarks. The ceiling here is acoustic tiles. Which one fine? Tap your neighbor and ask him. Look around. Your chairs are plastic chairs in your room. Your house bar, there's even no proper chair. It's just a bed, a bed sitter. It's one bed and one office chair is what you have in your room. Look at where you are, all these chairs. Actually, God and this church is far richer than you are. You give for your own benefits. As you give, you are the one who is being blessed. As you give, you are the one who is sowing a seed into the things of God. And these seeds will come back one day and they will bless you. It is a miracle, a very strange paradox that those who are, 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 are very poor don't, very, very poor, sometimes don't give because of their poverty and likewise don't receive. And, and sometimes some who are rich give a lot to different causes, but they give. And the laws of the seed time and the harvest, which is an eternal law, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, night and day, cold and hot, shall never cease. That's why some people keep giving. And you don't understand why they keep getting. You think that, oh, it's not fair because they're not straight, they're not honest. It didn't qualify honesty as against the harvest principles. It just activates the principles that are to be applied. And that is why sometimes when you don't give, you think that you are saving, but you are not. You are depriving yourself of a blessing. May you be a blessing in this church. May you be somebody who your presence is of a great... um, You are very useful. You are a blessing. What did Job say? The widow... um, the widow, what? Her, her, oh, I forgot the scripture. The widow, she was very happy to see me. I forgot what the scripture is in Job somewhere. Look, out, look it up for me. And he said that the orphans were very happy to see me because I was eyes to the blind and feet to the, the, the cripples. Job said, I was a blessing to many people and, and they were happy to see me. May that be your story, that you are a useful person to have in any group and that your presence is, it matters and your absence is... Uh, Job 29, 15. Job 29, 15. He said, well, I was eyes to the blind and feet was I to the lame. What's the next one? I was a father to the poor and a cause which I knew not. I, I was a just man. I, 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 
I break the jaws of the wicked and pluck the teeth. Hey, that one, I'm not, I'm not done that one yet. <laughs> but we'll get there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together this morning. Do me a favor. Please stand to your feet. Put your hands on your hearts or your head and pray for yourself that I will be financially useful in this house. Just pray for yourself. Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me, cause me to be a financial blessing in this house. I will not be another useless entity. I will not be a a, a dead sea that doesn't help anybody. I will not be a selfish man, self-centered, self-consent. I will be a blessing in this house. Lord, let me make a difference by my presence. Lord, let there be a transformation in this church because I am here. Let something happen because of me. Let me not be just a passing wind that's just here today and gone with no effect. But let me be a a father, a supplier, a provider, a pillar in this house that you have placed me in the name of Jesus. Pray that Holy Spirit will cause you to flourish. Pray that Holy Spirit will cause you to do well in this life. And that you will not be a person always in need, but a person who is a blessing to all those around him. And Father, thank you so, so very much this morning as we gather here. But let it be your purpose and your will that is at work in this house. Let it be, oh God, you that has made it possible for this garden to be. And let it be, your Lord, your word that we carry away as we go. Thank you so very, very much in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, amen. I want to bow your head this morning, close your eyes. All this talk about financial prosperity and blessing means nothing if you die and go to hell. All this life on earth, all this uh, trying to be comfortable, all this trying to extend our days. But almost one day you'll die, no matter what you do. And it all comes to nothing if you die and you go to hell. And believe me, hell is real. Believe me, hell is a place where you don't want to go at all. And when you get there, it's for eternity. Suffering and, and, and pain for the whole duration of eternity. But this morning, by the grace of God, you are here. You know deep in your heart that you are not sure you are born again. You know that sometimes you worry what will happen to you when you die. Will you go up or will you go down? Will there be joy or there will be fire? You are not sure what will happen to you when eventually you leave this world and you are here this morning. Jesus died on the cross to save a, a person like you. He gave his life that someone like you who isn't, doesn't have life will find life and live forevermore. This morning with every head bowed, every eye closed, you are here. And you are not sure where you'll go when you die. But you want to go to heaven. Lift your hand this morning and I'll pray with you. You are not sure where you go when you die. You want to go to heaven but you're not sure. Lift your hand. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. Yes, anybody else? Just lift your hand and say, Lord, I thank you, my sister. I see your hand there. I want to go to heaven when I die, but I'm not sure how to get there. And this suffering, this hell, I don't want to go at all. I want to go. Thank you. Listen, if you've raised your hand, do me a favor. Just come to the front. I want to pray with you right now. Just come to the front. Just come. Just come. Oh, don't, don't. Just come. Oh, clap for them as they come. That's why we came. Oh, clap for them. That's why we came to church. Yes. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping for my sister as she comes. Hallelujah. This is why we came. Just to make, make a difference for eternity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to I want us to pray. All of us who are standing in front, pray with me. Oh, amen. And this prayer that we are about to pray is the first prayer that Jesus will hear and answer. He has promised to answer this prayer. I want you to believe that as we pray, he will answer and our lives will not be the same again. 
and please pray after me dear jesus today shall we all pray together today i come to you just as i am lord jesus i am a sinner i have done many bad things today forgive me all my sins wash them away with thy sacrifice on calvary cross change my heart take away this evil heart and give me a new heart one that will love you and serve you all my days prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life lord jesus today i give my life to you i invite you to take over be my lord be my master be my savior be my best friend and i am born again thank you father for this great salvation in jesus name and lord jesus thank you so much for my sister my brothers as this morning they come into your presence to confess your name before this house thank you that life without you is very frustrating and full of vanity and life truly begins when we find you that is we are born again keep these ones for the rest of their natural lives let them be known and and know them and let them be known as children of the most high god and bless their going and their coming holy spirit be their constant companion mark them as yours forever be with them at home and in town whatever they do let it be fruitful and prosperous let blessings be the new mark of their lives thank you so very very much in jesus name and all the saints said amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest said my son's come home we believe the word of god has come through to you join us at the lighthouse chapel international bantama behind the confidence eating place this and every sunday at 9 30 a.m and 6 p.m every tuesday stay blessed he called me back.